song they're singing there it actually ties in pretty good with something I want to talk about for a second here let me see I, I, I think my I think my levels are okay I'm, I'm not sure they might not be it's going back and forth on me a little bit here I'm still new at this whole podcasting production thing so please excuse me as I figure out how to make these things sound right see it's it's going back and forth a little bit that's all right we'll get there so here's the question we're trying to look into justice. What is my role in dealing with injustice? And and let me let me frame the, the the question a little bit here. I'm not talking about when somebody is treating me unjustly. Uh, that is a thing, and that that does happen. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. Rather, I'm talking about what is my role when dealing with injustice that doesn't involve me. Uh, Give me a second. Give me a second here. Um, There we go. Oh, oh, hey. Um, Excuse all the noise there. I'm I'm switching up, switching the microphones here because that last microphone wasn't wasn't working for me. Don't know what I did wrong with the settings. There we go. That's that's better. Okay, so. Injustice. What is my role in dealing with injustice that does not directly involve me? Now, full disclosure, not only was I inspired by that wonderful, beautiful song by that the band Mana there, but there's this book that I, I finished reading not that long ago. Uh, uh, the book is called Raise Your Voice, Why We Stay Silent and How to Speak Up. It's by uh, a, a young lady. Her name is Kathy Kang. Um, and... I think I pronounced that right. If you are, or if you are she, or if you are familiar with her, and I mispronounced it, maybe it's it's Kang. I, I believe it's Kang though. Um, and this is a, an Asian American Christian sister who really she wrote a wonderful book just on how to how to speak up. And, and there's a quote in here in her book, and, and I'm going to read this to you. It says. Being a Jesus follower, trusting in God's sovereignty and believing in our hearts that God is in control doesn't absolve us from taking action or speaking out against injustice. In fact, it should be a reminder for us to take the risk and speak up in our churches and communities. Our churches should be leading us to raise our voices. So when I encounter this this quote of hers, and it originally fell onto my heart, as it were. It felt so good. Um, it really did. Just this idea that says that the churches should be the place that champions the voice of justice. But then it begs the question, 
what is that supposed to look like? What's that supposed to look like? Especially when dealing with injustice that is not personally affecting me. I say that because I, I'm going to be honest. So as a as a as an individual, um, young man, uh, minority male, um, educated, married, father, um, I'm a millennial. I, they, they, I say these things to say that there are many times when I'm I'm encountering what's going on in the news, especially in social media. Uh, let's be honest, social media is a large part of news these days, right? And 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 I see these issues that are popping up. And what I find is that so often I, I don't feel comfortable speaking up because the issue affects me personally. And I realize that if I say something, people are likely going to discount my opinion as simply being my biased opinion because it affects me personally. Now, now I, I don't think that means that I'm not capable of having a, a right opinion, but I also acknowledge the fact that, that there's some there's some truth to that. It says that sometimes when an injustice affects you personally, you're going to be so motivated in pursuit of justice that you might end up speaking a little bit too loudly, too forcefully, too harshly. That there's there's some truth to that. That does not mean that it isn't wrong for you to speak up, but it is just rather the truth that sometimes it can be hard to speak up in a way that is still Christian, we'll say. But what about injustice that doesn't involve me? And 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 I'm and I'm broaching the subject right now because I think this is something that um, if you really truly love Jesus, if you really truly care about what His Word says, about what His salvation that He has died to bring for you should mean in your life, then you want to speak up, but you don't know how. Or maybe you spoke up in the past and when you did it, things went so badly that you're afraid of doing it again. So I want to take a moment just to kind of just think this out. What should we do? Well, Well, one thing I will say is that we should not remain silent. Um, One of the things that my wife and I, we've talked about over the years is when we look back over history, especially uh, World War II, and, and you look at the silence of so many in the atrocities of the Holocaust, it's it's sickening. Or, or if you want to go to more recent history, and, and again, I, I am biased in this, but but look at the silence of so many in the civil rights movement here in, in the United States, or look at the silence of so many during apartheid, look at the silence of so many with the Uyghurs who are being persecuted in, in, in China right now. Look at the silence, I can go on and on and on and on, Right? Of the idea that says that the silence is sickening. And so first I will say, yes, speak up, say something. Saying something is always better than saying nothing when it comes to addressing the injustice when it's going towards other people. Again, we're talking about others. Okay, we're not talking about ourselves. I'm not saying be silent if you're undergoing injustice, but we are specifically focusing on injustice that does not involve me individually, me in particular, me directly. Saying something is always better than saying nothing. I'll put it to this way. If I am being beaten up and you're standing on the sidelines and you're watching it happen, even if what you say doesn't help me, I would much rather you say something than just stand there and say nothing. Watch me get beat down. 
I'll be honest. I, 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 I'd, I'd rather you at least acknowledge the existence of my abuse with something. So say something. Now, what should you say? What should you say? Well, again, I'm talking about people who call themselves Christians, right? And I would say what you should say is the gospel. I know that sounds a little trite, right? But uh, I'm, I'm being honest with you here. Say the gospel. Say the gospel. Remind people of Jesus. I, I can't remember where I was that I, that I encountered. I want to say maybe it was um, maybe Dr. Cohn. I'm not sure. I've, I've been reading a lot of things these last six, seven months especially. Um, but one of those people that talked about the fact that if you look at how Jesus was crucified, essentially Jesus was lynched. Not not lynched in the sense of, you know, having a rope around his neck and, and hung from a tree, but he was lynched in the sense that a mob of people trumped up charges against him, false charges against him, and killed him using the means of the culture while at the same time misusing the justice system. Lynching. Jesus was lynched. And, and so we can mention the gospel because we can say that Jesus himself is one who died at the hands of of injustice. And so we can speak up and we can say, this reminds me of Christ and how he was murdered. But thanks be to God that he was murdered for my sins and your sins that we may have eternal life. Let us look to him. Let us be found in him and let us say never again in him. There's something you could say. I will say this. And and then I think I'm going to be exhausted of, of what I have to say, believe it or not. I will say this. Say something. Mention the gospel. Speak the gospel. But last, lastly, do not, do not say anything that Jesus wouldn't say. Now, I, I realize that seems like a sort of a blanket statement because we don't even know everything he said, right? We don't have it all written in the Bible. Yeah, that, that's that's true. But 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 ask yourself, okay. Would Jesus talk about somebody's mama <laughs> just because they're being bad? Would, would Jesus, you know, drag their kids into it? Would Jesus talk bad about their entire culture just because that one person is doing evil? Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Let's be honest about it. Look at, look at the gospel. Look at what we do have about what he said, right? And we can see that sometimes he condemns a culture when what the person is doing is actually just living out their culture. But other times he makes it a point to point out that, you know what? You are the problem here, not your people. And so I will say, only say what Jesus would say. Don't call out the sin of a culture when it's the sin of a man. And don't call it the sin of a woman when it's the sin of a culture. So what do we do when dealing with injustice that is not directly affecting us? Well, like I said, Mrs. Mrs. Khan, I'm sorry, Mrs. Ms. Khan, Mrs. Kang, Mrs. Mrs. Kang. Let me let me check her name again because I am bad with names. Let me make sure I get her name exactly right. It's Mrs. Kang. Yes, I apologize, Mrs. Kang, K H A N G, Kathy Kang. Mrs. Kang is right. We as the church should be a place where voices are raised for the cause of justice. And it doesn't need to be an injustice against us for us to raise our voice. In fact, we should be raising our voices, especially when it's an injustice that's not against us. We should not be silent. 
we should be saying something. That something should at least, if nothing else, be the gospel of Christ Jesus. And it should always be the sort of words that we would hear Christ himself saying. I think, I think that's something to go on. I think that's a start. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. What do you think? <laughs>